Hello, everybody. It's Perry. I just wanted to stop in before this uh, little bit. It's not really a bonus episode, I guess, but uh, just kind of a an episode from the archives that never got released. Uh, and and I, I just wanted to say a couple things, uh, having gone through and listened to quite a bit of it and uh, well, I guess all of it at this point and edited it. Um, a lot, a lot has changed uh, since this was this was recorded in August or September uh, of 2020. So uh, bear that in mind. Uh, life changes. I, I, my baby hadn't even been born yet. So uh, yeah, that's about the uh, the insanity uh, of how much has changed since then. Uh, but this is a, a fun little episode. Um, Swan and I had a really great time recording this and I think you're going to have a really good time listening to it as well. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, we'll see you next week for a main full episode, but until then, have a, have a good week and, uh, bye. of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. That's the first time I've ever pronounced it that way. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, I'm Perry. I'm the host of the show. With me this week is Swan. Hello. He's, he's the other part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. We are in the middle of banking a bunch of episodes, and um, I, I'm a little tired, but that's okay. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to do it right. And that's all. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I think it would be fun if we uh, made sure to cut out any information in which order we were doing these in, <laughs> and then just based on uh, sobriety alone, if, if they could guess which episode came last. <laughs> to be fair, we did have a, a break in between. Uh, Shh, you're giving me too much info. <laughs> ah, dang it! Dang it! <laughs> so, on, uh, since the last time that I checked in with you. Uh, on the last banked episode, um, has anything happened of note? No, I went home and had some uh, hotel tango and relaxed, and then ah, see you. You gave it away now too. Yeah, <laughs> dang it! <laughs> God, this is so much harder. It's really difficult, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, I ruined the surprise. No, I had some hotel tango and watched a movie last night. It was great. That was it. <laughs> yeah. See, we did have a break in between the last one that we recorded and in, in this episode, so. Uh, yeah, we're, we're feeling a little bit refreshed. And that's it. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> what you been drinking recently, Perry? Um, I'm going to save it because everything that I would have said would wind up in uh, in what would have essentially been a previous episode before this banked one. See, I'm trying. It's weird because I have to mentally save things. <laughs> I feel like we're a really crappy time traveler movie <laughs> that's just super worried about continuity right now. Continuity? Continuity. <laughs> I think people can tell that we might be losing our minds a little bit, too. Anyway, so we are continuing our series on the new benchmark products that have been released by Buffalo Trace. And this week, we're going to be looking at the single barrel product. So we kind of talked about this a little bit, I think. This is really basically 100% in line 
with the the way that they released the Weller single barrel earlier this year. Yeah. 95 proof, exact same proof. I doubt that it's going to be the same age. I mean, the Weller one's supposed to be like seven or eight years old, I think. So I would guess this is probably closer to four. Yeah, it's probably more like it. The label would would, uh, indicate as such. Swan, did you know that that's the wrong bottle? Um, (laughs) I have too many bottles on the floor. By the way, floor whiskey, probably a thing by now. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> it's been put in for submission, like, well, for people to kind of audit it. On uh, on Urban Dictionary. On Urban Dictionary. Continuing, continuing, continuing the, the Urban Dictionary definitions <laughs> that have been spawned of the show. <laughs> Did you know, Swan, though, that uh, this is handpicked? Oh, okay. According to the label, uh, and it's of the highest quality? That's it. That's all I have to share with yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah, the bottles are very generic in their labeling. I, it does yeah. have me interested in a non-handpicked uh, one. What would that be? Do you imagine it's in? They like- just go that one, and <laughs> <laughs> and whatever it is, no matter the quality of it, they have to throw it into the bottle. I feel like that would be fun. I would love to do that. Yeah, I think that would be fun. <laughs> That's my new method for going on barrel picks. <laughs> is they've got everything poured, and I just go to that one. <laughs> But sir, you've not tasted it. Okay. I know what I'm about, son. (laughs) (laughs) I know more than you do. Yeah. Yeah, that or could you imagine just like a little robot walking into Warehouse H? Just being like, (laughs) wally, and then (laughs) picking the first barrel it sees. (laughs) Detecting bourbon notes. (laughs) Uh, Good stuff. Uh, So we are actually comparing this as well with a Buffalo Trace single barrel. Uh, and it was actually from a pick that I was on. Uh, so I, I'm interested to see, because these are the same mash bill. I'm inter- interested to see, rather, how these uh, kind of compare. How do you feel about it on the nose? So we ran into this a little bit with a, a different one, but it it seems like they're kind of taking the Weller-Pappy route. The Weller is kind of the less refined, a little harsher, a little darker notes. Yeah. The other one seems to be a little more crowd-pleaser. Um, this one's no exception to that. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. Uh, I actually went for the Buffalo Trace first on my end. You do whatever you want to, but I wanted to reacclimate myself with I'm uh, playing Edward Forty Hands with two Karens <laughs> over here. The the Buffalo Trace pick is really quite good, man. It's got like 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 a berry smoothie note on it as well. It's really creamy, yeah, and full bodied. Kind of reminds me of those like cream saver candies. Oh yeah yeah yeah. My grandma always had hundred percent. Where do they buy those? They just appear. <laughs> just poof. I there. feel like I've seen them in in like Kroger before in the candy aisle. But I also might have dreamt that or imagined it. I feel like there's some candies, especially the ones that grandmothers have, that they just have a purse they haven't used in a while. (laughs) And someone sneaks into their house and refills it. And then all of a sudden, they just have those to give out for the next however long. They're just there. Yeah. They they just happen to be there. That's that's fair. The benchmark does smell much lighter on the nose. It's much lighter, but I wouldn't say it's... uh, I would say it's a little darker. Yeah. uh, As far as... 
That sounds conflicting. Lighter is, and I'm not getting as much actually on yeah, the nose. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's as far as too. when I get into it, it is more of a dark uh, flavor to it. <laughs> it's lighter, but it's also darker. But it's also in the middle. Yeah, and nothing. <laughs> really selling these products. <laughs> I think we've learned why people don't bank bourbon podcasts. I think so. I think so. <laughs> Just think, we've got two more of these. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that is much more harsh than the BT. Mm-hmm. Much more harsh. Wow, it's got a lot more oak notes to it. It does. Ooh. Which is strange, because, I mean, there seems like there's a good amount of age difference between the two, or at least we th- we're guessing. Uh, in this one, the, the I don't know the BT seems smoother and a little more refined. Mm-hmm. And then the single barrel benchmark, not so much. No. I don't know which one I prefer, honestly, because I feel like I like them both for different reasons. Yeah. I don't know. The benchmark's leaning a little more, uh, like. Jim Beamy a little kind of it is nutty yeah it's it's different um I'd be curious if they're gonna do and this is gonna be a big point on on this episode is do you feel like they're gonna do picks with this in the future um no no I, I don't I don't see why they would yeah because they're they're picks with this mash bill are reserved for either Buffalo Trace or Eagle Rare. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, maybe they could, but wouldn't that take away from the the inventory that would go to something that would actually make more money? That's I mean, fair. I mean, at, at most. So this is, I think this is on the shelf for sixteen ninety nine, or seventeen ninety nine, maybe. Um, let me let me pull it up real quick. But you know that that would kind of mean that maybe they would bump it up to I don't know. Oh, this is the most expensive of the the five. I forgot. Well, then maybe they will do picks. Oh Who knows? my gosh. There it yeah, actually t- saying that now looking at the price. It's so it's 22.99. That means that they could probably make 26 28 dollars off of a single barrel pick, mm-hmm. maybe. Um I don't know, man. It's crazy to me that this is the most expensive out of the five, though. It is. It's hard to explain because it's also my least favorite we've had out of the couple that we've tasted so far. I have to agree. I think it's the least refined. Yeah. Uh, and that's strange to me because I have always been of the idea that higher proof is going to save something for me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's definitely been crappy whiskeys that just end up seemingly high proof, and I've been like, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Doesn't hold up to water doesn't do well with ice just doesn't seem to do well at all but yeah. the proof's there this one adding an extra five proof points didn't help it didn't really seem to do much for it Mm-mm. i think that it's actually performing better in a batched setting than it is standing on its own as a single barrel product yeah i would definitely agree definitely agree that being said i would love to do a pick of this i think i would too yeah this I- is just one of those like lower shelf easy to grab yeah 
I think it's a great intro to picks because there's not many picks that are real cheap. Mm-mm. Most of them are pretty pricey. Elijah Craig, Buffalo Trace. Really, that's about it. I mean, everything yeah. else is pushing at least $30 for a pick. Yeah, and there's so. out of those, most of those don't sit on the shelf. You're lucky to find an Elijah Craig pick over 10 years that's actually yeah. going to sit on the shelf for longer than two or three days. Yeah, that is very true. Should we go ahead and... This is a very quick episode if we jump in and review this. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I don't know what else to do. I mean, like, we've kind of gotten to the point, so we may as well go for it, don't you think? Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's just do it. do it. Yeah. Uh, so we have a review system of nose, palette, finish, and price. Each category is out of five for a final score. Out of 20, Swan on the nose... I'm actually getting like a savory note on there that I wasn't before. I don't think it's enough to save it though. No, I, I think it's a, it, it's a pretty uninteresting, uneventful nose. I'm going to give it a two. I'd have to agree. It's just kind of harsh. It's yeah. real hard to pick it up in the glass. And then when you do pick it up, it's not rewarding. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, yeah, the palate, too. It's hot. It is. It's got a lot of heat to it. A lot of alcohol burn. It's hot. It's hard to pick out any real redeeming qualities other than just barrel. I feel like I could breathe fire right now. Yeah. Hold a hold a match in front of my mouth, and if I blow out, it's just a <laughs> Gene Simmons trick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's not, there's not much that's saving it. Yeah, this one's another two for me, I think. I think it's a two for me as well. And then uh, if I'm looking at the finish, finish is probably the best part for me, just because the way it sits on my tongue, not yeah. necessarily flavors. Yeah, there's not really much in the way of of flavors on there. No. 2.5, I think. Yeah, 2.5, not maybe another two. Yeah. I don't know. It's not significantly better than the rest, but it's my favorite. Yeah, and, and I will say, if we're talking about the price, I think the value in this is kind of in its... Maybe kind of in its gimmick, because there's not a lot of single barrel products at this price point. No, there's you know? definitely not. I, I mean, I honestly can't think of any other than like Evan Williams single barrel. Oh, the the new Jim Beam single barrel too. Mm-hmm. But even then, oh, that is like twenty two ninety nine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I think it is kind of capitalizing on uh, on its value or on its. On its gimmick. Yeah. But I still think that Jim Beam single barrel is a better bottle. I do too. And I mean, there's plenty of other single barrels I think that are much better as well. Like the Four Roses single barrels are consistently better than this. Yeah. And that's even just like the 100 proof, non-barrel proof selects that Mm -hmm. they do. Um, And I think that I would definitely take a Buffalo Trace single barrel over a Benchmark single barrel. For sure. For sure. But it's also a single barrel. We might have a bad one. You never that know. is totally possible. I think that this is just... I, I, I will give them the benefit of the doubt on this one, mm-hmm. just because it could be an outlier. Yeah, and uh, you know, for science, I'll probably end up buying like four or five of them. Just, <laughs> just make sure. You just got to make sure it's not the same barrel. Yeah, just, just make sure <laughs> that it's all good. Just go to a couple different stores, grab this one, grab that one. You know, to good. be fair, though, I mean, it, it, it doesn't really indicate on the bottle anywhere that it is any individual barrel that's true there's you know what a I mean? distinct lack of information on this bottle yeah 
which I find very strange, very kind of off-putting. Well, BT's never been big on putting you know a crap load of information on their stuff. Yeah. The biggest amount of information I've seen on the BT bottle is probably the experimental collection. Oh yeah, that's a re- that's a really good point. And the single actually. oak project. Everything else has been very devoid of like extra info. Yeah. So I mean, maybe we'd go off of the uh, the stamp on the bottle. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, back to back to the price. <laughs> like a three. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I think it is a two and a half or a three for this particular bottle. But you think overall it's more in the three and a half range? I can actually get on board with that. Yeah, because I, I, w- I would buy into that. I just think that there's gonna be so much better. Uh, there's gonna be so, so much better options as far as like barrels and stuff that come out. Picks down the line, maybe. Um, who knows? And but, again, you know, an exact competitor is the Jim Beam single barrel in price. It is. And I think another reason why I'm a little upset with this one is uh, we tasted the original benchmark. The biggest redeeming quality is it's just like kind of a bready, uh, cinnamony kind of this and that. Like it's got some, <laughs> that that's its only quality that I pick out that I like. Yeah. And it has none of that. It has no. none of that. It is not a, it's a, a variant it's, of the original at all. Yeah, it's a it's just kind of a pretty flat. It almost reads like a flat Buffalo Trace pick. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, like, like it's it just just a dud. I would almost I would rather have a bourbon that hit this flavor profile somewhere in its like arc of like first sip to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't want it to be the full thing. No, and this is the full thing. Yeah, unfortunately. So, I uh, yeah I I think that. It was a pretty unanimous score for us on on this one. Uh, what's that come out to be? Like a ten? Yeah, a ten out of yeah. out of twenty. Definitely my least favorite out of these. It's this this single barrel in particular. I, it's it's not a recommend for me. I don't no. think. But there are definitely other ones that could surprise us down the line. Um, but you know, with foolproof being a higher proof and, and less expensive, I'm probably going to go for that before I even consider getting the single barrel. I, I'd have to agree. And we haven't reviewed the, the foolproof yet. Um, that's still a couple weeks away for you people. Or have we? Yeah, we haven't yet, Swan. We ruined the illusion already, remember? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so I yeah, I think that this is just um it's the flattest one so far. Yeah, maybe mix so. it with coke. Should we do that again? <laughs> no, we can we we can <laughs> no. move on. Uh we can also move on to tips and bits. Tips and where bits. we recommend some things for you people to go and check out, listen to, watch something, read maybe. I don't know. What do you got this week's one? I'm trying to remember the name of it. I just watched it last night. Oh, what about the artist that you recommended to me earlier today? Oh yeah, Sammy Ray. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Diane's a huge fan of it, uh, of her, and I, I, uh, I started listening in the car, and you're like, okay, this is her music. I'll next car ride, I'll get my music, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like. Hold up. No, this is our music. Hold up. <laughs> you can play this whenever you want. It's good. It's real good. She has just a way with her voice of just hitting every part of the scale. It's ridiculous. And it, 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 I, I was listening to it kind of through the same lens that I was with Jacob Collier. 
mm-hmm. where they they are very meticulous in their the the way that they sing. Yeah, they made some very specific choices, yeah. <laughs> and they are good ones. <laughs> I almost want that to be mine as well, just because of how much I enjoyed the couple of songs that I listened to. But I figured I shouldn't because that would make for the the, the shortest episode of all time of the show. We haven't even hit 20 minutes yet. <laughs> you want to just drink something random? Just tack it on to the end? Yeah, sure, why not? What what we got? What we got? Um, do you want to do something weird? Do you want to get some, like, Armagnac? I was thinking this, uh, this Nelson's Greenbrier. Yeah, sure. Throw Let's that do- in. Yeah, I mean, why the heck not? This is uh, one that we've kind of had on, on the back burner a little bit for a review. So we could we could do this one. I don't see why not. Uh, tips and bits, though, I'm going to stick with Sammy Ray. She's good. She's really good. Very I'm good. excited to listen to more of her music, too. Yeah, and the best part was is we didn't like go on that little Spotify like best hits. That was just one of her albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you told me to pull up one of her songs, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and I did. And now... We're going to do an extra review. Sure, why not? <laughs> this is like the bonus track at the end of an album. Absolutely. I mean, it's better than doing the Mahalo Bourbon again. I'm not touching that with a with a big pole. Woo. Woo what? Okay. <laughs> this is a completely different direction from what we just had. Yeah, this is a 96 proof, by the way. Wait, it's no, it's sim- not. It's 91. Math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a lot cornier oh it's so corny yeah this is like your jokes in a few months a few months they've already started they've yeah let's be honest they've been there since the beginning my favorite dad joke all time and the lord said unto peter come forth and you shall receive eternal life but peter came fifth and he got a toaster <laughs> It's at least hold like four slices of bread. <laughs> no, it's a double slice. Oh, wouldn't, get it out of here with that were, mess. wouldn't it suck if it were one? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this is the Nelson uh, Greenbrier, Tennessee, handmade sour mash whiskey. This was only available at the distillery for the longest time. Or right? at least only available in Tennessee. I can't remember. It was one of the two. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it went from like something that I saw kind of in their very like stylized display at the distillery on their Mm -hmm. Instagram page to all of a sudden there is four or five boxes stacked up at every liquor store around me. Yeah. I'm I like I've tasted this since I picked it up. Yeah. I liked it on initial try. Well, and you say corny, and I agree with you on that, but it's not a deterrent by it's any means. It's not mean. putting me off. No. There's been a couple things with, like, Dickel products in particular where I've had kind of a corniness that it's just, like, a sour corniness. Like, could you imagine, like, wet, dry, like, the dried corn thrown into water? <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like it would smell like that. <laughs> so, boiled corn? Yeah, but, like, the dehydrated, like corn just thrown into water i don't i don't know it just it seems weird <laughs> this is like this Are you is just okay? good no <laughs> <laughs> just straight up going absolutely not no <laughs> i just prefer this 
over a lot of the Dickel products. I do too. I do too. I think it tastes better too, honestly. Um, I, I think it's got more depth to it. I don't think it just kind of relies on one note. Um, it, it's it's sweet, but it also has an earthy quality to it as well towards the, the back of the palate. Yeah, it's almost a little scotchy. Mm. I could see that. Ooh. It's definitely rich. Corn's present throughout the entire thing. It is. But it's it's rich and it's got some variance in flavor. But see, the thing about the corn, though, is that it gets layered with the other flavors. Yeah. I think it's really well balanced in in that mm-hmm. realm. Uh, there's a black pepper note in there, too, that is like like every step of the way. Mm-hmm. It's like flicking peppercorn at me. <laughs> Which I'm fine with. I love spicy food, so if the only <laughs> option is black pepper, there's going to be put, there's gonna be so much. <laughs> Sorry, it was going to go on a tangent that I didn't need to. <laughs> this is good. I, I think that just hands down, this is a really quality whiskey. Should we rate this one too? We may as well. Might might as well. I think that while the nose is still present, I don't think that it's, re- or excuse me, pleasant. I don't think that, please don't cancel me. Um, <laughs> I don't think that it's got a lot to it that really is as inviting as I would like to be. I think the, the, the palate itself is where things come to a head. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give the, the nose a 2.5. I, I can, yeah, a 2.5 or 2, I think, for me, is where mm-hmm. it's at. I'm going to probably go with a 2 myself. The corniness is, uh, it's not off-putting, but it, it's just not, I don't go for corn whiskeys very often. Mm-mm. So I would probably go with it too. But the palate, I think, is pretty strong. I do too. I think the palate is a three. I was leaning 3.5, honestly. That's fair. Yeah. I, I think that it's it's very unique. And I, I don't really know of another product like it. I think that it's just got a lot to it that's its own. Yes. You know, I, I think as it kind of develops too and dabbles in these different realms of flavor, um, it's it's got it's got a lot of interesting things going on. It makes me want to keep drinking it. I, I like the proof too, honestly. I think the proof really, you know, it is pretty solid for it. I think the finish is incredible too. It just is going and going and going. I mean, it still hasn't quit on me. I'd be interested to see, because they put out Bell Mead, right? Yeah. And then one of their big things is just finishing. Um, I've not really seen a ton of corn whiskeys that are finished. I can't think of a single one. Or like a corn forward one. Yeah. I'd be curious to see what happens with that when they actually do start taking their own product and putting it towards some of these finished products. Yeah. Sherry cask, Madeira, something. Armagnac. Armagnac. Yes, just yes. <laughs> we'll see. I I think this is really strong for their base whiskey yeah, that they so produce. Too. I think so too. I finish. I think I'm going to give. I think I'm also going to give it a three point five. Finish. I'm probably going to go three point five as well. Yeah. I think it's it's the strongest part of this yeah. for sure. I, and I I know that I <clears throat> scored the the palette and the finish the same, but I I do think that they play off of each other really well i think that it's a really enjoyable 
drink, a really enjoyable pour. And uh, price is $30. I mean, value-wise, in that range, I mean, you can get, you know, Elijah Craig for cheaper. You can get Turkey 101 for cheaper. You can get even Maker's Mark and Larceny cheaper than that, depending on where you are. Four Rows of Single Barrel is about the, the same price, uh, depending on where you are as well. Higher proof. I I don't know. Uh, it's it's not my favorite price point. I don't hate it. I think I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with a three as well. I think it's interesting, but I mean, if I'm looking at other stuff that's in this wheelhouse for me, Dickel Bottled and Bond is like right there with it for me. Yeah, but it's a higher price. It is, but I'm saying like just comparatively. Yeah. And just flavor-wise, yeah. I think this one's doing well. You start putting it up against turkey, and it's just not even in the same ballpark. No, I don't, I don't think so either. It's just not even the same ballpark. <laughs> but I, I think it's a three, which puts me at 11 and a half. Yeah, total. I gave it a 12.5. So, I, I think if you see it, pick it up. You may as well. It's something different to introduce people to. Mm-hmm. I, is it the best thing we've had? No, I think it's solid. Could put it into bourbon and coke. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't have to do that. I I think it's I think it's solid all around. Yeah. So good job, Greenbrier, Nelson's Greenbrier. Well done. You did a good thing. I guess that does it for this week's episode. <laughs> Boy, we really fizzled out there at the end, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but I mean, it's fine. Yeah, we'll pick we just, it up next week. Yeah, we have a lot that we're excited about, and unfortunately, it wasn't this this week yeah 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 but you know we don't have to talk about it no you got the review you're good (laughs) that's all you need (laughs) i'm not even going to mention that we're doing this review in the title of the episode no just leave it at the end yeah like i said it's a it's a bonus track on a cd sweet just add one of your tracks on here (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm gonna play an unreleased number for you guys it's real organic and chill so just sit back and relax Anyway, thank you all so much for listening, especially if you are a new listener to the show. We appreciate everybody who is hopping on board with the show as of late. Swan, where can people find you on social media? I'm uh, at my bourbon finder on Instagram and Facebook. And I am at Purator1492 on all social media channels. You can follow the show itself at my bourbon pod on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. You can leave us a nice little five-star review and a rating on the iTunes podcast app. Uh, if you have that app, of course, that's where you would do it. But uh, if if it is available in your other podcasting apps, I can see that. So we will actually check that out and read it out here on the podcast. Uh, nothing new this week, but that's okay. Maybe next time. Not Probably not next time. We're banking these episodes. Um, <laughs> you can send any questions or comments to thisismybourbonshop at gmail.com. And you can also find all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com, including, but not limited to, masks with the podcast logo on them. Uh, And all of our other designs as well are available there uh, in the form of masks or t-shirts or backpacks, I think, or towels or art prints. There's lots of stuff in there. Just go check it out. You can leave us a voicemail for our Barrel Ring segment at 859-428-8253. And we'll listen to it here on the show, respond to it. The crazier, the better, usually, it seems like. So go ham. You want to leave us a funny little 
little voicemail, I'll listen to it. I'll probably laugh way harder at it than I need to, because by the time this comes out, I'm going to be sleep deprived. And even if I just see a guy fall over for no reason, it's going to be the funniest thing I'll ever have seen. <laughs> just going to put Perry in front of a America's Funniest Home Video Rerun. <laughs> have fun, buddy. Yeah. Just, just, just sleep. Just sleep. <laughs> this is the one from 1990 with Bob Saget. <laughs> Uh, you can also become a part of our, uh, our our little community over on Facebook. If you just head to Facebook.com and search for This Is My Bourbon Group, a couple of questions to get you in there, but then you get to hang out with everybody. That's also where we ask our questions for our Patreon segments like the pregame chats, uh, which normally come out the Tuesday before our, our regularly scheduled episodes, but because we are banking these and because I am, you know, a new dad. Those are probably going to be saved for a little bit later. Uh, and the last call, which is always a ripper and good time. And all of that Patreon ton- uh, Patreon content. Patreon content can be found at patreon.com slash podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help support the show. But at $5 a month is when you actually get all of that bonus content. Swan, let's say a big thank you to one of our patrons. Who we got this week? As well. I don't know. Uh, we did James Richards. Uh, this week, we have Kyle from Bourbon Blind, who has been a patron of the show since 2018. Maybe I need to hop over to Kyle's Patreon, too. Seems only fair. It. Yeah, it does. Um, Kyle, thank you so much, buddy, for supporting the show at the uh, at the $2 tier. We really do appreciate it. And we appreciate everybody who helps keep the show going every month, every week. You keep the lights on. You keep us going. It's really a huge help. Next week, we will be back for another benchmark review. We're getting close to finishing them up, Swan. Yeah. I can almost taste it. That sweet, sweet finish line. Or just the finish of the bourbon. We're drinking bourbon. <laughs> Okay, let's get out of here. We'll see you all next week. But until then, I'm Barry. And I'm Swan. (laughs) And this is my bourbon podcast.